This is Wrecking Date Night with Bjorn and Josh, a movie podcast where we wreck all the best date night movies. I'm Josh Florhog. And I'm Bjorn RG. All right, Josh. Uh, did you okay? This movie, this movie was awesome. First of all, I'm really glad we picked it. Um, kind of just the next Nicholas Sparks film after the, the Notebook. Fir- it's the first Nicholas Sparks film, right? D- didn't this come out before no. the Notebook? No, I looked it up. I was like, I, I that was like the first thing that I did. Um, we definitely should. Let me see. Uh, yeah, the Note. Oh no, you're right. You're right. This was 2002. Yeah. Notebook was 2004. Message in a Bottle with um, Kevin Cosner. And I don't know who this is, but Robin Wright Penn and oh, yeah. Paul Newman. Yeah, that <laughs> yep. was the first. Mm-hmm. That was when they were like, hey, this guy makes books that we can make into movies. This guy writes books where we can have a dude holding a woman's head on the cover because that's every single cover. Yes. It's like that, like that profile, and they're like holding a head, either in the rain or on the beach or just in the sky. <laughs> you know what? He has a niche, and that is uh, that is probably married women <laughs> who think love's still around. Right, uh, and then like something tragic, like cla- that, like really hits home has to happen in the third act there's always like uh there's always like a big southern element to these movies too mhm like either they're slaves coastal towns or a preacher <laughs> yeah they're always on the water and everybody's pretty wealthy <laughs> yeah or like a a black best friend home <laughs> like, oh gosh, there's always a black best friend that's kind of a piece of shit <laughs> i feel like they couldn't have that character now because it's, it'd be like ooh, this movie's racist <laughs> he wasn't he was a bad guy as far as like the world goes but as far as his friend group pretty middle of the road i mean he kind of said okay so we're talking about uh, a walk to remember. Yeah, we should intro this. Hey guys, welcome. Hey, Bjorn and Josh. <laughs> Go ahead. To wrecking date night with Bjorn and Josh, where we're wrecking all the hottest date movies from Nicholas Sparks. It seems out of order in just uh, a random order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we run out, we'll go to other things. Today's no different because we are doing a walk to remember the Mandy Moore vehicle to showcase her singing twice in the movie. Right, right, right. Okay, I do want to talk about that, but first I'm going to do the quick, the quick and dirty uh, description. The story of two North Carolina teens, Landon Carter and Jamie Sullivan, who are thrown together after Landon gets into trouble and is made to do community service. Period. End of description. (laughs) I kind of feel like we do also have to say right up top, if you haven't seen this movie, there are going to be so many spoilers. <laughs> this whole movie is spoilers. Like, that's all we're doing. Yeah. Uh, they, that was, it would be tough to kind of... That's like the description of it without spoiling anything. Yes. But also, Josh, uh, before we do this podcast, I do want to just like... If you could just promise me something and just uh, don't fall in love with me. <laughs> that, <laughs> well, it's too, this, late. <laughs> too late. 
already, already in love with you. Like this, opening. <laughs> this is the thing with Nicholas Sparks uh, books is um, if you meet somebody, you are in love with them. Now that move, we talked about negging before. It feels like the female version of negging to me to just be like, hey, if we're going to hang out and do homework together, don't fall in love with me. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> But they always fall in love. Yeah. I loved his response to that. So that's a line from the movie. And I loved his response to that was just like, don't worry. That's never going to happen. You are all, you are horrible looking. (laughs) Well, the thing with her, which um, I kind of have um, his back on is she wears sweaters. Mm. That was, that was a big issue in this film. It was. It's, it's the fact that she just wore a, sw- a grandma sweater, which I wear. I wear knit cardigans a lot. I think that, yeah, I think that um, that element didn't age well. <laughs> it's like, like that element of it. No. Like sweaters have come back around. It was like, at the time, maybe that was like a gross sweater, but it wasn't even really that bad, honestly, in it my opinion. Nice. It was green. It didn't, with her hair and everything, it probably didn't go with it great. The pink mm-hmm. that he bought her went better, but, like, it was a fine sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was not that. But every time they were like, and then even when she wasn't wearing it, they were like, oh, ugly sweater girl. <laughs> like, that's what she was known as. Yeah. I think this was definitely, this movie definitely, and probably book, predates ugly sweater parties. And that's probably yes. what brought the sweater back was like people like to me it's just like that looks like a normal sweater that somebody would wear at a sweater it would be like not even ugly enough for an ugly sweater party yeah you'd almost be like you didn't try that's just your sweater (laughs) yeah like come on it's supposed to be ironic this is like barely ironic oh i I wrote down a note i rarely take notes i just try to remember the things i love the most but um this is the best part the opening line of this film if you recall, is um, I got a pissed, and then his friend drives by and goes, "You'll do anything to pull that thing out." Oh my god, I did not catch that. I was like, <laughs> those first two lines of the movie rang, and I was like, "This is my favorite movie." Oh, I'm just... gonna love this. <laughs> yep, and then you know what? That was the last time the movie was fun. <laughs> I thought that this movie. I was like, this movie. When you watch that opening sequence, it could have taken a very quick turn into like a vampire movie or it like felt like the way um the lost boys kind of started yeah (laughs) or it could have it could have also went the route of like i know what you did last summer yeah it kind of felt like i know what you did did. like that kid wasn't waking up and you were like well he's dead and (laughs) then that's how this movie's gonna start yeah uh, is that our main character the bad boy kills a kid by daring him to jump off of a cement factory into the wash-off water. Second thing, um, the danger isn't jumping into that water off that ledge. It's uh, the water itself is fucking gross. Yeah. It's runoff water from a factory. Yeah. Nope. Hard no on that one. It's like, wait, you guys do this to initiate into this group? I don't want to be a part of this group. Yeah, also... Was there ever a group that you knew of besides gangs that had initiations? Like, I get it. These are just, like, the rich kids from school because they all drive sports cars. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Who's like, I want to hang out with these five people so bad that I'm going to humiliate myself because then they'll respect me. (laughs) 
and they didn't i don't i i almost just i mean maybe it's just the way this movie's dated but like the cool kids didn't seem that fucking cool to me they <laughs> like the way they shot them the same they never showed up to like cool music nope <laughs> they never though i do have to say i was really hyped on that opening sequence music too it was the breeders cannonball yeah you know that they had a lot of they had a lot of good jams in this movie. Dude. Like a lot of those uh can't fight the moonlight, which was also in um yep. Coyote Ugly, which oh, is a great yeah. which is a great early two thousands jam. They had a lot of good music in this. I actually <laughs> looked up the I looked up the soundtrack and it was like pretty Mandy Moore heavy and none of the other songs that were like in the movie. I was like, I just want the songs you played in the movie. <sighs> you there was a three eleven song that played. There and- was. Um, oh, also for the um, montage where he was doing something, learning his lines montage, it was yeah. a new radical song. That was yes, a, it was. a flashback for me. It was their, it was their song that wasn't uh, that one big hit song. The the big the, yeah, where they say they'll kick Marilyn Manson's ass. Yeah, yeah. When they like in the, I feel like in the music they're, video they push each the other mall. in carts or something in yeah. the parking lot because jackass was a thing <laughs> jackass while he sang in a bucket hat <laughs> yes they were they all were adidas track jackets but all of them colored like none of them yeah. were just the straight black or navy they were like all like yellow or yeah. orange <laughs> the new radicals i just remember in middle school getting made fun of because i bought that cd and and liked it and my friends made fun of me for it I was, kind of, I was kind of the same with um what what is it? Um Everclear? No, it wasn't. Yeah, Everclear. Dude, they were legit though. Yeah, they were, but they were like the new radicals. They were like that that nineties adult alternative. Them and the gin blossoms. I listened yeah. to, I was way too young. I think them and Weezer and like the gin blossoms. I liked all them when I was like eleven. Oh, uh, okay. And, and I think if I was older or like I was hanging out with college people, they'd be like, This kid gets it. <laughs> he gets but it. when you're a kid they're like no yeah they're like why are you listening to rem <laughs> like what i still listen to rem and the smashing pumpkins a lot uh, solid yeah i mean i occasionally listen i was i mean like the breeders i was like oh i like this song a lot well i guess just that one song at the opening i was like oh i might actually like this and i saw nicholas sparks and i was like what that doesn't that name title doesn't go with the music that's playing you know, what I re- you know what I really liked about this movie? This was kind of one of my favorite parts of it is that yeah. um, his not being able to dance really came up a lot as a problem. <laughs> I would almost argue that his inability to dance was the main issue in this whole movie because all the other problems kind of kind of cured themselves in 20 minutes. But throughout yeah. the movie, he kept being like, I don't dance. That's why they weren't at the dance and they did the initiation because he's like, I can't dance and I don't dance. So we're gonna, oh, it was like a big up. plot point. Yeah, and then and then towards the end when they're going through all her things she wants to do, he's like, I need you to do something for me. And she's like, anything. And he's like, teach me to dance. <laughs> that was the it moment was... where in real life he would have pulled his dick out. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was my thought. I was like, okay, I did this. I made you this telescope. Now I'm gonna need you to do something. All right, can <laughs> like, we start getting? I need into you the to examine this telescope. <laughs> All right, can we start getting into the meat and potatoes of this movie? I feel like at the end, uh, spoiler alert, everybody, when when they get married, quote unquote, yeah, it's just a fuck. 
<laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, if she wasn't religious, he, they wouldn't have gotten married. <laughs> no! He's, he's like, like oh, hell yeah, I can nut inside. <laughs> no chance. Yeah. We don't have to worry about anything. You're not even going to live long enough to carry a baby <laughs> to, to carry term. a baby to <laughs> Your birth control is leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I just have to say, since we spoiled that part, when she was like, I need to tell you something, I have leukemia, I audibly laughed like, like so hard in that scene where it's like this super serious scene and she's like, I need to tell you something, I have leukemia. And I was like, of course you do. Okay, so I'm going to be totally honest with you because the second watch around is ridiculous. This movie is terribly funny. <laughs> okay. But, um, so I watched this movie for the first time when I was like 19. I was living on my own and I had like a bout of insomnia for a little while. Okay. And so like I would sleep like two hours a night. And it was when I first moved out on my own and I would just watch TV in the middle of the night. And I turned this movie on probably from like the early middle. Okay. So like just when like they start dating and like really get to know each other and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, this is one of the stupid sappy romantic movies. But I was, mm-hmm. in high school. I was 19. So I was a little out of high school. So around their age. And I was like, all right. And then she had leukemia and I just cried the rest of the time. Oh really? Yeah. But I, I blame the, the like not being able to sleep. I mean, it's just fine. general depression and just being a little bitch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Cause now that I watch it, I'm like, I'm like, my only memory of this movie was crying. And this is the most anticlimactic I've ever heard a oh. character explain that they're dying in my life. <laughs> She's like, I'm dying. I'm sick. And I just laughed. I, I mean, I do have like this thing where sometimes I mix up when you're supposed to laugh and when you're supposed to cry. I do like, that a lot too. It's a, res- it's a visceral response. Yeah. And for some reason in the like mood of the afternoon that i watched this it was a laugh response versus the versus the like i mean i'll sometimes laugh at horror movies because it's so messed up and well, i also, don't she's a terrible actress yeah there's that too i also noticed right after she said that like the next like shot she looks sick like they changed her yeah. makeup i swear they changed yeah, they, her makeup they... They they like, paled her up a bit, and then they, like, somehow made her lose 20 pounds, even though she didn't have 20 pounds to lose. They just took like, off one of those fucking sweaters. <laughs> maybe that's why she was wearing the sweaters, because they're like, we'll just have her wear a bunch of sweaters. Get all, the movie. like, look fat. <laughs> and then also, here's the thing. They live in a town of about 1,900 people. Right. And he, in the beginning, she's like, you don't know who I am. And he names all these things about her. He's like, I've been in school with you since we were five. I know everything about you. It's like, then whoa, why whoa, didn't whoa. you know about the extended school she's obviously been missing because of her <laughs> leukemia? Yeah, how did you not know that piece? Also, her dad's the reverend. You yeah. think he wouldn't bring that up every day? <laughs> Is it as a thing? He would, that would be a crutch at least once, twice a year, where he would do a food drive for himself, or like a blood <laughs> yeah. drive. Or oh, he's going to milk that for everything <laughs> yeah. it's worth. Yeah, well, he's doing What does his wife die of? Like, what'd she die of? I don't, probably leukemia. <laughs> probably. So they're like, it's definitely a pattern. Whoops. Yeah, it's in the family. <laughs> Man, it's too bad we could have fully repeated this by letting you carry a baby to term. <laughs> 
What if she died the next day of leukemia? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And the reverend just comes out. And, and, right. Uh, <laughs> our guy is like, he's like, I'm going to marry her. And he's like, dude, I tried the same thing. He's like, they somehow still carry the baby to term. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, there's like a couple of things. I, I was thinking about this because it is based on a book. Yes. And I was like, does she, like in the book, because I, I, I hate musicals. That should be yeah. a theme. I fucking hate musicals. I don't like it. The songs are dumb. I'm just like, when is this going to be over? I'm like the, I'm like his black friend asleep at the play. I'm just like snooze fest on this, on this scene. Yeah. But this is the weird thing. Uh, they make the play so fun. Yeah. I mean, the, they, whenever there's a play in a movie, the budget of that play and the props are just next level. I've always yeah. noticed. There's like, no, I've never seen a high school play with that kind of budget for like their their scenes for like build their builds. I don't know because he's driving around like a classic car. Everybody's like really weirdly rich. Yeah, can we mention how he's just kind of randomly wrenching on it? Like that, there was like a scene where him and his friend are talking, and he's like tightening the bolt. He's tightening. I know you. Do you know much about cars at yes. all? <laughs> the bolt he's tightening is like I know the bolt, the bolt that like holds the rubber thing that so when you slam your hood down, like the spring that like yeah, yeah, it's the stupid. It's like and he's wrenching on it for a while. Like the parts he's wrenching are not engine parts at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was just like for the shot, but still, it was just kind of funny. Like. I love in movies where they're just doing something pointless, like loosening and tightening a bolt. You know what else was pointless is um, the dad in general, Landon's dad. Oh, yeah. Just they, so he could go and complain and be like, fix this! Fix my girlfriend, dad! You're a doctor of people! I, I could have I done another 20 minutes just to explain what kind of plot they were trying to set up. And by set up, I mean they mentioned it one time. He was like, my dad better not come to my fucking play. And his mom's like, he's your dad. And he's like, he just writes a check every month. That's not really a dad. And then his dad's at the play, which is nice, because I don't have a dad, and he never came to any of my shit. <laughs> or wrote checks. He didn't do either of the things. Just none of it. And, and he's like, get out of my face. <laughs> I was like, just mad about that. And they never explained why he had, obviously his parents got divorced, but his dad still lives in the town. They never explained why he doesn't like his dad all that much right. and why they don't hang out. Well, also, like, he's, like, you walk, there's a line about, like, he's, like, don't walk away. And he's, like, what, like, you or, like, the way yeah. you did or, like, he throws it back in his face. But it's, like, he's in the same town of, like, yeah. you know, a few thousand people. He didn't walk away. He's there. And you know where first. he lives. And, like. Yeah, if like, he left, he'd be gone. There's, like, a lot of pieces where it's, like. He also wouldn't have came to your play that you only had to do because you're on probation, which yeah. is the weirdest sentence. That is a weird, that's a weird that they like put the probation kid as the lead. Are you kidding me? No, the probation kid's going to get maybe a speaking role. And oh, that's he's a not hard getting maybe. a role. He's doing like, he's doing like back work. They're like, you're building the set, you Idiot. You're gonna move the, <laughs> you're gonna move the scenes from one set to the next. That's yeah, it. That's your job. They're not like Landon. You're the lead. This is your punishment. I know. Your punishment is to bully more theater kids. That's what getting right? the lead is. <laughs> that, your that punishment is... is what everybody who's in this club has worked so hard to get. Right. 
that I was I was thinking that I'm like they, they're giving them the lead and they're not showing the fact that all the theater kids that are like trying their asses off <laughs> auditioning and, and they didn't even have to audition for it. <laughs> he showed up late and they're like, he showed up late on crutches and they're like, Landon, you're the lead. And he goes, oh, cool. <laughs> He's just like, what? I don't want to do that. I can't yeah. dance. Yeah, he goes, yeah. He I don't goes, know how to dance. It's like that's not what we asked you. Yeah. He goes, I'll be the lead, and they're like, "Well, you're the lead." And then it shows the other kids kind of sad because you got to imagine these kids are getting picked on by him in school, mm-hmm. and now he has to go to their thing, and he gets to do the thing they wanted to. Like, yeah, it's it's like, like fuck you, man. <laughs> you can't have everything. Oh my god, yeah. That. Okay, we got to bring up the handshake between him and his best friend. Oh, where they smoke joints and then where they like hit a joint. Yeah, and then I love how they do it really like mellow at the end, like a nonchalant version of this. Getting to show that they're boys, and then at the end, like when he's like when he in solidarity or something. No, it's when he arguably tells the whole town that his girlfriend has leukemia, which she has been able to keep hidden for I don't know how long. Right, nobody knows. Nobody about knows. It. But the second she tells him, he's like, "I gotta let everyone know." Everyone has to know about this. Yeah, the Reverend hasn't told anybody. <laughs> I, as I was watching this, I realized that Nicholas Sparks movies are like the big budget Hallmark movies. That's all they yes. are. They're just Hallmark movies with like a big ass budget. This is a lifetime movie in mansions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I love how his mom was played by Daryl Hannah. That was cool. Yes, I love Daryl Hannah. I like her a lot too. I like I didn't recognize her Bill. right away. What's yeah. up? She's great in Kill Bill. Oh my god, she's so good in that 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 movie. She like I it, it almost is one of those roles where like it's hard for me to see her in anything else. Oh you know? then, yeah. Than that. It's just like I don't know. All right. Uh what were some other oh okay, so the dancing thing. There's that first scene where they're at that weird fucking restaurant that's like in a f- in just the grass, apparently. You know what? That was the only thing that felt real to me in this whole movie because of COVID <laughs> and the fact that oh, LA yeah. only has up to restaurants. Oh, yeah, that's like that's very so accurate. Outside, I was like, all right, some I'm like, this is common. I'm like, <laughs> like the the restaurant that's just doesn't have an indoor dining, it's just like on a on the grass, like a and makeshift. She- well, that's when she brings up how rich she is, because that's all she says in the whole scene is, uh, this place is super expensive. And then he goes, get whatever you want. Yeah, he's like, get whatever you want. And she's like, ooh. They each got their own dessert. As someone who's eaten at expensive restaurants, I would share dessert because it's $15. I know. And they both took like a bite each. It's a life I've never had, I've never lived. And I'm just like, yo, you don't have a job, but you have like this car that you work on. And okay, whatever. Daryl Hannah has an OnlyFans, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what that mom's doing. That mom's doing bedroom porn. I was I was thinking about it because it's 2002 that this movie came out. And then mm-hmm. she's like, you want to dance? And I was thinking, how hilarious would it be if the next scene was them just grind dancing? <laughs> because that's what was popular at the time. That would have been so funny if uh, that like movie some missy- just... Tur- if it just turned into save the last dance right there. Yeah, yeah. We're like, she's like, I'll show you how to dance. And then like And then she does the, the walk DJ. Dance. And then she just starts like grinding up on his crotch. 
they grind on each other a little bit after she teaches them how to dance. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, slow dancing. It's like fuck you, dude. You you have like all this confidence to do all this other stuff, and you can't slow dance. You just have to walk at the same pace as somebody. Else. Okay, this is an embarrassing high school story. Um, yeah, yeah. I was a I was a cheerleader in high school, for the listening audience, and um, we were really good. We went to nationals two of the years I cheered. But um, I don't have any rhythm. So our cheer team was pretty well funded because of nationals. So they hired me a personal choreographer. And that choreographer in 10 minutes called my coach to come pick me up because they couldn't teach me rhythm. Can you still not do it? I I still can't dance at all. I'm doing the the moves, but they're not in any type of sync. Like, my brain's just not fast enough to make my legs move. Just, like, you can't put it together. Wow. Okay. I guess it's a real thing, then. I've just always been a a dancer. (laughs) I danced when I was a little kid, and I've just, I don't know, dancing was never... My parents made me and my sister take swing dancing classes uh, when I was a kid, and so... I learned how to swing dance as a as a court ordered punishment. Yeah, as a court order because I uh, I dared a kid. I took all my clothes off and then pushed a kid off of a scaffolding, <laughs> and he hit when a he, pipe. <laughs> in the when water. he didn't when he didn't jump, I was like, "What a dick!" Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean. Also, also, can we bring up that he looks just like his other friend Dean? He does. It was confusing. It's like the only way I could tell the difference was like. Dean had like a belt buckle <laughs> he tucked his shirt into. <laughs> yeah, Landon was more, um, it seemed like uh, angsty. He seemed yeah. more like, oh. <laughs> it's like, come on, just get like at least two different colors of hair. <laughs> yeah, something. they just got the same guy who I guess Chris Pine fit into that category at that time. Yep. Like, there's a lot of actors that just looked like that. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, that's why it felt like I was watching a Lifetime movie. Just like, yeah, basic bro white guy. Yeah. So, like, this movie's based on a book. Yes. And I was thinking, like, the singing scenes would have been much better in the book because it's just been like, she sings a cool-ass song and everyone's impressed. And then we just fucking move on. We don't have to hear it. Like, you don't turn the page and then you have to sit there and, like, let Mandy Moore just sing a fucking four-minute song. That's the only reason like, they cast okay. her, right, was for that one scene. Well, there's two scenes. There's the opening scene where he's, like, googling her or i google not googling her that's he's googling her he's on his phone no i don't think they 2002 there was not phones to be doing it no i thought you're gonna say there wasn't google i go there was but we asked it was yeah we were more in the ask jeeves zone they had better advertising at that time they did Okay, I was thinking there's that part where she's like, where are we going? And I thought it'd be funny if it, they like show back up to the scaffold thing and she's like, and he was like, you're going to be a part of our group. <laughs> like he was like, this means a lot to me. <laughs> this means a lot to me. I need you to do this so that my friends will accept you. <laughs> and then takes her back to that opening. That, there was just girl, a couple of good moments where they could have made never- funny. That girl never accepts her, by the way. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? Landon's ex-girlfriend. Belinda. Like, uh, Belinda. Yeah, I was going to say Brenda or something. Something with a B. It was Belinda. Belinda. Uh, I don't know why I remembered that. My uh, stepsister's name is close to it. And that's probably why. Anyway. I, I hated her. 
<laughs> yeah, she kind of sucked. Okay, this is the part. I'm going to tell the story. It's not particularly funny. Maybe you can make it funny. But there was, I had a thing in middle school happen to me that was super similar to that, that Photoshop thing. So, Which um, one was the worst Photoshop thing? Yeah, that was real bad. I mean, but like the like, print quality was pretty solid on it. But like, and, and, and like people were like, "Is this you?" And it's like obviously it's like, not. <laughs> it was two different colors. Like it was like a black and white photo that they photoshopped onto a color thing. It's like at least make you could have photoshopped the the body into black and white very easily, and it would have made it a bit more convincing and cheaper to make that many copies. But at this rich place, I guess they can make fucking color copies in 2000 for the school so what this so what happened i got bullied in middle school a lot by like what were basically my friends so similar to like this movie in the like i had a a a cool friends group and they like but they were really mean to me yeah and um what happened to me. and that would be like they'd be super mean to me at school and then we'd go hang out outside of school and they were super cool and so it was just like hard for my brain to wrap that one around kind of like mm-hmm. with the girl but she was just like well fuck you if you want to hang out with me at school then i'm not i want nothing to do with you and i was just like be my friend please anybody <laughs> so what my friends air quotes did to me is uh, so when I was a kid, I used to like to wear lo- like long t-shirts and then I would put on a hoodie over it and then yeah. it would kind of look like I was wearing a dress. Yeah, and like, I like uh... to wear that because when you twirl, <laughs> it like billows out, you know, it's like, I, I did, this is me. Justification where you're like, it wasn't a dress. And you're like, but I liked when it was dress like. <laughs> it was dress like. I just thought it was like the style that I made up when I was like two. I was really young yeah. and I just was like, I'm going to put this clothes in this clothes and it's going to be awesome. And I didn't really know or care about whatever. I was just, I was just doing that around the house and there was photos of that. There was a photo of yeah. me probably twirling, like getting a good twirl going. And my friends found that photo at my parents' house, <sighs> stole it out of an album and then photocopied it. And like they put my name on it. And I was the only Bjorn in the school in in uh, my school in middle uh, in Polson, Montana. And um, they, I showed up to school one day, and everybody was laughing at me just like that, and like giggling, and I didn't know what was going on. And then I remember that I actually got called to the principal's office because they had photocopied it, and blown it up, photocopied it, put my name under it. And it said just like Bjorn dresses like a woman on the weekends or something like that. Yeah. And then there's this photo of me as a toddler. And um, I definitely didn't know that that was happening. And they had posted it all over the school. They had handed it out. Like they just like. So they they did the full Mandy. You got the full Mandy Moore. I got the full Mandy Moore. And it took a while for people to stop calling me the T word and F word. I pretty much had to move. I switched <laughs> to a different school after, after that school, because uh, it was it was bad. And then you were like, "I am cool now." Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was still cool, but <laughs> it just no. Uh, that it was just like very scarring, and um, that sucked a lot. Like to just, 
it's weird to tell the story though because it's like in retrospect it's like i am gay but it's like in middle school it kind of sucks when everyone is uh calling you queer as yeah. uh insult and um <laughs> yeah and you don't want it to that. be an insult you just want it to be a, a normal thing yeah and it's cool that it's it has gotten to where it is and so it's almost like when i tell the story it's like it's hard to be like it's it was it was really hard for me at the time but like now it's the words have changed and they've been taken back which is amazing yeah but it it really sucked in in 2000 when that happened oh yeah like for sure 99 or 98 when that happened to me uh but that was like i was definitely getting flashbacks of that i was like wow did they write this movie after my life they, come they on could. nicholas come on nicholas uh so so do you think um just to bring it around and keep it yeah. light again uh do you think that belinda or whatever her name is um also made flyers that says a sweater girl has leukemia and <laughs> yeah. the school. like to put that out uh yeah definitely definitely did that <laughs> i i like when belinda approaches him and she goes i'm so sorry like after the whole school seemingly finds out at the same time that she has leukemia yeah yeah somehow and before... she goes she goes you're such a great person <laughs> and then kiss him on the cheek it's kind of funny because like the modern day version of this would be like, I guess it would be like cyberbullying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be posting on a Facebook wall or something. Yeah. I think that happens in a thing that I watched recently. In that schools. feels like a, a movie plot that I, where everyone, where someone posts something about somebody. Oh, it's in Cobra Kai. That's, I just watched that show. <laughs> it's you? also in the movie Searching it's in a lot of it's a pretty easy um with the with the guy from harold and kumar the guy who's harold i haven't seen i haven't seen that movie harold and kumar no i've seen those i haven't seen searching yeah that one yeah basically he has a kid and like uh stuff happens on the web to his kid and Uh, then she goes missing and they can't find her so he has to like track all her socials Uh, oh i did see an ad for that and i was like hard no on this one (laughs) not good you i did it, not it it unravels pretty fast but then you're just like oh this is that's dumb. one of those experimental like they use like actual laptops to film it or some shit yeah yeah okay. it's one of those type of movies where yeah like i mean like i respect i respect the uh like hustle <laughs> but i don't need to it's sort of like i don't think i've ever seen the blair witch project because i was like that looks dumb and i don't care Home movies make me dizzy. So I yeah, feel like I was halfway like, through, I'd be like, oh, I'm scared of throwing up. <laughs> I'm scared of throwing up. We're done with this. Uh, so when he gives her the tattoo, I was thinking, like, how funny would it have been if instead of, like, if he was like, which one? Do you want the butterfly? And then she was like, yeah. And then he put that on and then he pulled out, like, a prison tat. Like, <laughs> and then, like, like a pen poker. with the- it just was like, all right, hold still. This is gonna <laughs> so much less romantic. <laughs> it's just like, eh, eh. <laughs> also, this like, kid who's seemingly failing through school because he doesn't apply himself builds a telescope. Yeah, let's pre the internet being like, like he was looking shit also, up in books. A pretty good point. S- a pretty good sized telescope. So, like, it had to have costed a great deal of money. Yeah. I 
I also like how they only showed when he was like making the most basic of cuts. Like, yes. like he was just using a table saw, but then like they show the finished thing and it's got like a perfectly, I don't know if you've ever cut plywood, but cutting a ring out of plywood is yeah. very challenging and I'm pretty decent at it. And it would have been still like have some waves in it. Like, And also she had a pretty nice telescope that they went into the cemetery to use. Um, also, and then he built one on a PVC pipe. Like, that was yeah. better. Well, no, hers was PVC pipe. His was made of, like, those tubes that you pour concrete into yeah, for, concrete. for, like, for foundation poles. <laughs> like, and then you tear them off. And I like that the reverend helped. Like, a reverend and a high school idiot yeah, <laughs> built a telescope. Just... Like, they were in Galileo. <laughs> that, was, that was, like, the suspension of disbelief on that was just, like, nope. Could have done that. He's like, here, let me help you go into, and they just go into the garage. I don't know, seemingly. Yeah. Something. I loved, did you notice the Discman? Oh, Oh, the Discman on the strap. Yeah. He's listening to music. I loved that. He's listening to to metal. Yeah. She's like, oh, I don't like it. It was like, it was like as much as Everclear is metal. Yeah. You know, like, or Eve Six. He's like, it was definitely like, yeah. It was probably Christian rock. <laughs> yeah, it was like, like, like Skillet. It was probably yeah. Skillet. I don't know why that's the... I just remember like, my cousins being like, 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 this is legit. It's uh, it, it's Christian, but like, it's still like legit. Oh, everybody thought Skillet was legit. And then they were like, <laughs> they were like, God hates gays. And they're like, never mind. <laughs> Do you remember P.O.D.? They were a Christian band. Oh, yeah, they were. They had that like cool drum, like do 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 they chopped and screwed it <laughs> into their own. Like Vanilla Ice did with Under Pressure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Well, you were going to say something. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Oh, I, I think you you nailed it. <laughs> I was oh, okay. going to say something and then I forgot. And then you started talking about a part and I forgot. Because cool. this movie has a bunch of parts that make no sense. Um, Can we just bring up, I mean, like, at the end, he's just, like, going to see the dad. But, like, can we bring up the fact... They don't say what grade they're in at any point. So, like, were they a senior? I uh, guess four years later, that was definitely going to put him out of high school. Yeah. Even if he was a freshman when all that shit went down. But if he was a senior, arguably, uh, like, when he sits down with his mom after she has leukemia, he go, she goes, you used to have such big ambitions. You wanted to be a doctor like your dad. And he's like, I could still be a doctor. And she's like slipping and he goes i'm just gonna get back on track oh yeah there's that was well that was it was just like a weird put in their scene it It was was. right when they first started dating and he goes yeah he goes now i live for her she found a list of ambitions and then the mom like sat down and was like hey we need to talk about this you need to lower your expectations about your life she says that she wasn't (laughs) like you gotta work harder if you want to be a doctor she's like you are not going to be a doctor there's no way you're just straight up is like no just like in the sweetest way though it was just like like, you can work in the doctor's office like sweeping it (laughs) like maybe a nurse is in your your, like a nurse's assistant (laughs) 
<laughs> or what like if a, you were like a doctor's assistant? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could be. What a about janitor. like the doctors at Minute Clinic? <laughs> yeah, oh, a general care or not general care practitioner? Uh, uh, what is it? It's like we have Zoom care here in okay. Portland. What What are those things that you call? Because they're not fully doctors, nurse practitioners. They're nurse practitioners. They're like. Though, really though, a nurse practitioner, I'll defend because it's my step, that's what my stepdad is, is uh, a nurse practitioner is a cheap doctor. Yeah, it's like, one, so, it's like one step below. Yeah, right? they're the Kirkland brand doctor. Is it's, what like they when are. You get, it's like when you get C's, but you still pass to be a doctor. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're well, not like a doctor. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. You can tell they people can, if they have strep throat. They can do everything a doctor can. They're just cheaper is really all it is yeah because oh, they okay. can like prescribe they're like a, a nurse that can prescribe but they can um they can do a lot they just are less expensive basically mm-hmm. yeah. and depending on their specialization and stuff like that so it's like it's it's like if they just do like one more year of school they can charge like a lot more and that's what most people it's like it's like if you build a it's like building a one bedroom house. It's like, what's the point? You're building the house, you're breaking ground already. You might as well go for at least two to three bedroom so you can get it up to like, you know, you can sell it, the thing for 300. It's like 000. becoming a pilot. It's like becoming a pilot and only doing charter flights because you don't want to log the hours to be a commercial yeah, yeah, airline. Exactly, exactly. That's, it's just like, and you're like, okay. eh, I like doing just 12 people. So it sounds pretty much on point for this dude, for Landon. Yeah, Landon could be. I just, his, what does his dad do? His he's dad a, he's a cardiologist. To... Okay. Say. Cause, yeah, cause because when he comes to his house and he's just like, dad, my girlfriend's dying. She has cancer. Fix her. And then he's like, uh, I'm a cardiologist. I don't know what kind of cancer she has. And he's <laughs> yeah, just like, you never do anything for me. And it just storms out. And then his dad pays for home care, which yep. is my, my fiance just had home care. Uh, for a foot surgery. Okay. And it was eleven hundred dollars a week for them just to come and change the bandage and pull blood once a week. Oh dang. So, so home it... care for leukemia? Yeah. Probably what is that? even at that time was the same price that we paid now. Oh, it's probably yeah. like a thousand, two thousand dollars a week. And old Pops is flipping That's, the bill because the like... Reverend can't get a prayer to save his life. <laughs> right. I was thinking about the dad, the reverend dad. Let's talk about this. He knows his daughter has leukemia and he's like, yeah, you ain't fucking dating. You are dying a virgin. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he goes, you're asking you. childish. He should be like, you know what? God will forgive. Yeah. You need to get out there and live your life. Exactly. I would be like, fuck school like you do not need to be going to school what are you gonna what are you gonna apply this like you don't need to know math (laughs) basic multiplication you can go to a store and buy shoes fucking sweaters wear a thong to school i know let's have some experiences but no like he's like sharing beers with her (laughs) yeah like he's a reverend but his daughter's dying so he's on the edge anyways right yeah he's not He's Maybe. playing an REO Speedwagon from before he went into the ministry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and knocked up his mom the first time they had sex. So that was the thought the that I had. It's like, well, we got to keep this one because I'm the local minister. What, 
what if that was on her bucket list? She's like, I just want to be pregnant. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, it wouldn't carry the term. And she goes, I didn't say have a baby. <laughs> I just, I know. God. She's like, I just want to know. <laughs> I do love how like one of her bucket list items was getting married. And then, but her dad's rule is like no dating. Because yeah. the rule was no dating. Am I correct? Yes, yes. He was like, no dating. And she's like, why? He's like, because I said. <laughs> I like and, that he never had an excuse. He's like, uh, I'm the reverend. Uh, and I'm your direct link to God. <laughs> yeah. Literally every other reverend or pastor I know, their daughters are sluts. <laughs> I know. Like, how did... Well, I guess <clears throat> when you get, like, a terminal diagnosis. Yeah. Like, what would you do <laughs> with a terminal diagnosis? What would you do? God play Tony Hawk a bunch. <laughs> play the new one and two Tony Hawk. <laughs> I'm already doing that. Um, <laughs> like, so just more of the same. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know. I just probably, I definitely wouldn't do anything responsibility wise. And then bucket list items would be, are we talking about real bucket list items or when I was that age? No, no, no. Like right now, if someone was like, yo, you got like between six and a year, six months and a year, what the are best you part about doing? that is I have money for that. So like, I would just, I don't know. I'd probably learn to surf. I'd probably. Dude, I want to learn. I was thinking, <clears throat> I was at the beach yesterday in Oregon. I stood like in my feet, just got my feet wet. And, I, and there was all these people surfing. And I was like, I should learn how to surf. I'd probably um, get a tattoo. <laughs> you, do you not have any tattoos? No, I have a couple, but I get another one. <laughs> what are your tattoos? Um, I have a phoenix on my arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Now yeah, that and then it. I have the words, follow your bliss on my chest. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That must be fun for all the girls you're having sex with. It is. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you can't even say bliss. I was, <laughs> yeah. Why did you get that word on you permanently? The tattoo practice? artist was like, do you want a TH or do you want the S's? <laughs> yeah. You want to know how you say it or how it's spelled? How it's spelled. You roasted me right before doing the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's super funny. I was thinking about you, like, because uh, she's like, I, I want to get married. My number one is I want to get married in the same, um, I almost said hotel, uh, in the same uh, church that my mom got married. Oh, yeah, and my dad did too. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, if you, if you ask... <laughs> If you ask your girlfriend, you're like, like, what's your number one? And she was like, get married at the Taco Bell in Vegas. I'd be like, I, I, I'd be like, I'm in. I can't believe that my girlfriend currently has agreed to get married in the Taco Bell in Vegas. That's hilarious to me. Like in that moment, I, that tender I like moment. that they got married in the same church that Daryl Hannah killed uh, Beatrix kiddo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was a nice, nice full round, uh, full full circle. <laughs> so, what was your makeout moment for this one? Makeout moments are any of the are the like school stuff, like the play rehearsals, and any of that. Any of the situations in the school seemed pretty pointless. Even or, the tutoring and the singing times, like yeah, could have. Yeah, uh, the music that when they played the cool '90s music, those were pretty fun to watch, just because it was like it was like cute teen love. Mm -hmm. But like, if they were singing, you didn't have to care. Yeah, you can pretty much, uh, you could be making out and not paying attention. I, I wrote down, I mean, there were several. Um, the play, pretty much the whole play, you could make out is what I wrote. 
the play within really, a movie. I really liked the idea of the play. Yeah, where they were like, we're going to do a 1920s gangster play. And I'm like, I'd rather watch a movie about that. Did you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, there's a new video game that's like this. <laughs> the I'm plot like, of this turn coming this out. off and just watch the movie Casino. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, I was thinking it was, it felt kind of weird watching a movie based on a book that has a play within the movie. Like, it was yeah. just like, what? What it's layer too, of this dream it, are we in right it, now? It's too exception. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, this is two layers. <laughs> like, we're watching. And then there's cutaways of the audience, which is weird. Like, think about that. Like, okay, pretend you're watching a school play. <laughs> yeah, we're watching actors that aren't even acting in this movie act worse in a school play. Oh, yeah, that's that's always an interesting choice. Is like, are they going to act bad like or are they gonna do a good job in this um he did an okay job for a kid who didn't care but he definitely wasn't doing a good job but he also didn't do a good job um in the movie in the actual movie that i'm watching yeah i'm like i'm like i can already tell you this guy cannot act great he is here on looks because he was discovered in a mall because in the early 2000s they did that oh yeah he probably was one of those mall, mall auditions <laughs> Those were what was uh what was the lesson that you learned from this? More some lessons. What was the main what was the main lesson of this? You know what? I'm gonna go with the main lesson of the movie and, and it is silly, but but me and you are both artists and we are both trying. Uh you should live you should live to to accomplish all your goals. You should have a bucket list. You should have yeah. hopes and dreams and desires. I'm all about bucket lists. I, I think they couldn't call this the bucket list because then it would be like sort of spoiling the whole movie. <laughs> Or, uh, or I guess, did the term bucket list even exist at this time? I don't think um, it did. Yeah, because there was a movie like shortly after it called The Bucket List. Well, what year was that movie? That was like 97, right? It's like, I feel like it was later. Maybe early 2000s. Um, we're going to find out. Oh, 2007. Come on. So five years later. So I feel like it was, yeah, because it could have been just called like The List. Yeah. Or... Uh, uh, Jamie's list. <laughs> oh, it could have been called Jamie's list because that's I, basically what the movie ended up being. I know. I would have called it that because I felt like that was sort of the. I felt like the title was kind of dumb. It didn't really. It was just sort of pointless. I don't know. For me, that was like the weakest point of the movie. Was it's like a walk to remember. Also, just like a weird title, like to remember. In they my never, opinion, yeah, they, they never had a forgetful thing happen, like a memory lapse. Or like, they never they never went on a walk too. She wasn't like this movie's title, now that you bring it up, is fucking stupid. Cause yeah. the the way to make this title work is if she was like, I walk down to the end of this dock every day and I look at the water and that lets me know life's worth living or whatever. Yeah. And then they did and then she started he started doing that with her. And then if he would have continued to do it after she died, then they could have called it a walk to remember. Exactly. But that's the movie it, walk to remember is you do it that way as opposed to never walking anywhere or right. remembering. Who knows? I mean, we didn't read the book, so maybe that's what <clears throat> Nicholas Sparks wrote as the they just adapted it for this and, and cut that for time. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> sorry, man. He's like, but that's the antithesis of the book. And he's like, whatever, we bought it. <laughs> I was watching this and I was thinking, I had a dumb, a really dumb thought that I have to share with you because I, I really did watch it and then like sat down and we just started recording. Um, the credits started rolling and I was like, is there a post credit? <laughs> like, what are they going to come back? And then I was like, what would the post credit 
a walk to remember me just be like i'm not really dead <laughs> like, is uh when he hands the book to the dad she walks out of the room with another guy yeah and then she was a vampire she was a vampire the whole time <laughs> and she just started school over again yeah like like the just like in twilight just like in twilight when they move so they can start school again right like Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I haven't, I haven't watched. I've never, I think I watched the first one oh, and the last, watch. the second, <laughs> ep, the sec, episode two of the second one. And the whole time there were all these moments because I was there with my partner and I had no, I hadn't even seen the first one yet. I just knew that it was a movie about vampires. That's all I knew. And then I was super confused when they were outside in the daytime and he's like, no, they sparkle. And I was like, what? They sparkle. That's fucking stupid. And that line it was like right when something quiet happened in the theater. So I was yelling for the loud part, but I was like, they sparkle. That's fucking stupid. Was yelled across the theater. I had a and girlfriend. Everyone who was, looked at me. <laughs> I had a girlfriend who was super into those movies. And we okay. went, uh, when the second part, when the part two of the last movie came out, mm-hmm. AMC did like the all five movie marathon. Oh. And we blast, we, we bought tickets. We blasted it all. You did the whole thing. We brought in like a whole bottle of vodka because they had like the Coke freestyle machine and we were just drinking cocktails and watching the whole movie. <laughs> that is kind of fun. Wait, the the like the freestyle thing where you could just like you could just be like, let's do like grape raspberry stripe uh, sprite. Yeah, with, uh, that yeah, yeah. They, they had that thing. So we we're doing that and vodka, and then after the second movie, because it was like you get a half hour break in between that each movie, but after the second movie, you get a one hour break so you can get something to eat, and then uh. we went. To- we like called ahead, like right before the movie was over, I called California Pizza Kitchen and said an order because there's a CPK in that mall and we had CPK. It was such a fun day. The movie's I know a that dog mall. shit. I have a yeah. feeling I've been, I like that place. I like CPK. Yeah, it's uh, Southdale Mall, right? It's Southdale? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that CPK is closed now. Is it? Oh, yeah. man. I saw the Marvel, all the Marvel movies there when they did that five movie thing and I also saw the Batman trilogy. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Right there in Bloomington. That's right. I think I saw, yeah, I saw the, I saw some of those at that exact theater. It was not that convenient for me where I live, but I went there all the time. Hell yeah. All right. Let's see. Lesson that I learned. Yeah. It's just like live your life. I guess for me, just to, I've, I, I started thinking about that. I'm like, oh, if I was given like a thing, I would just like make comedy phone calls that I'm afraid to make, you know, <laughs> like that I, I'm afraid to like, like I have some connections to people. Yeah. Uh, I would just push it harder, you know, <laughs> like to just be like, I would leverage yeah, it. I'd be like, I'm dying. <laughs> let me open or let me, <laughs> let me on your show or whatever. Also podcast and stuff. I feel like this is the, one of the first movies that me and you both just pretty much like, like this movie, like there was no like stupid, like the romantic element wasn't stupid at all. There's no, two kids who fell in love. It was solid. It was, it was, it was good. I enjoyed yeah. it. I definitely, there's, no, there's definitely not that many it. scumbags in this movie. <laughs> No, and even like the bullying is like so minor. They're like sweater, <laughs> dork. <laughs> it's like, would your would your mom, your dead mom, <laughs> weave that for you? <laughs> we all know her mom's dead, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean he's the local pastor. He'd be bringing that shit up a lot. <laughs> about oh, that. Female. All right, we're gonna do another sermon on loss. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> we get it <laughs> we get it your wife's dead <laughs> it's like you and todd are the only one who agreed who have this 
<laughs> that's so funny. Um, but yeah, I, I would say, so this is, uh, I, I liked it. I liked it. I think this is a watch it. This is worth it. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah. This is a good, this is a good first date. This is, I mean, unless you have leukemia, if you have something that you haven't told your first date. I mean, it's a good icebreaker for that. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't told them yet. Oh, that'd be what, weird. What if you did that on the date? You're like, <laughs> a girl has leukemia. That's weird, right? Would you date somebody with leukemia? And they're like, no. And you're like, I'm probably just going to go there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, like, yeah, you use that as the like, would you date someone <laughs> with leukemia? Oh, shit. That's weird. <laughs> I'd bring up like, oh. <laughs> I would feel like, I feel like that almost sounds like one of those um, pickup artist moves. Just like, yeah. Uh, I have something to tell you. I have leukemia. And they're like, does this work with all the girls? <laughs> That's quite the move. That'd be I've a power move. I've been telling my uh, my partner that uh, I, I'm dying. And that's why she's with me. Because she she's perpetually keeps thinking I have three months to live. She's really <laughs> she's happy the with it. Yeah. I don't let her come to the doctor, though. I just oh. go. And then I go to the Starbucks parking lot. You just see <laughs> Oh man, that's so funny. Uh, I think that's gonna do it for this episode, though. That was really fun. Um, that was a great time. Stoked. Uh, make sure and follow us on Spotify, like on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We have new episodes every Thursday. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.